Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled Redeeming Relationships. As I ponder the work God did in redeeming and restoring my family relationships, I have to remember how little coaching I received on what relationships are supposed to look like. If you remember, I grew up in a house where my father lived a double life, never really saw anything authentic with any of us. With a mom who only responded well to perfect performance by her children, so of course she was always disappointed in us, me specifically. But as the only girl with an older and younger brother, we were never really encouraged to look out for each other, to support one another, or even consider how we might value those sibling relationships. Dictionary.com shows that a relationship is a connection, association, or involvement. A second definition is a connection between persons by blood or marriage. And finally, the third was an emotional or other connection between people. I consider those definitions and see that we simply had a connection by blood. None of us worked at having an emotional connection, loving or valuing one another. And we certainly didn't go beyond just being associated. We weren't involved in one another's lives because we were basically taught to be completely self-centered. Honestly, it is a wonder that I'm able to have healthy relationships with that kind of a foundation. But God has been faithful to send people into my life who model what true relationships look like. He let me marry a guy who taught his kids to watch out for each other, stick up for each other, and love fiercely. I grew up looking at relationships for what I could get out of them. It's no wonder when you've been raised to be me-focused, but I've learned that true relationships are for what both can invest into each other in order to grow and honor one another. So I shot the video intro to this episode on our front porch, where my pastor hubby has lived for 35 years and raised his youngest two under this roof with his late wife of 49 years. Those two kids, to this day, now in their early 40s, are devoted to each other, always looking out for one another, and loyal to a fault. So hey, take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. You may even know someone who needs to hear this message, and please feel free to share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So just type into your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is entitled Redeeming Relationships. As God continued to work his restoration inside my heart, I had no idea 
he was preparing me to go into a time of relationship redemption. There were some significant relationships in my life that I had completely trashed while I was deceived. My family of origin was the first, and they were all unbelievers. And I was treating them in such a way, such an unchristlike way. My heart breaks when I think about what they were enduring from their perspective. I'd been convinced that I was cutting off my relationships with them in order for them to come to repentance when all I really did was completely alienate them from the love of God. My dad had passed away a few years after I'd cut off all communication with him, so my brothers got to share their memories from his last moments. I missed so much time with them that could have been used for good But God was getting ready to redeem my relationship with my mom and my older brother in a tangible way. Then when my firstborn, whom I not only cut off, but did it in a way that was so incredibly hurtful, judgmental, and mean-spirited, all in a self-righteous attempt to show him that he didn't really know God, but I did. Oh my Coming to terms with my deception in this area and working through that with him one-on-one was brutal, but oh, so needed. I needed to clearly see the pain I caused him, he and his new wife, all the missed years of their young and vibrant family, and then begin to let God work restoration at his pace. I had a lot of trust to rebuild, and it didn't just happen overnight, but it happened, and it happened slowly and intentionally. I was also able to admit to Chuck, my ex-husband, that he was right about Tim Williams and the deception that he promoted. While he'd been married twice since our divorce, he was happily married, so the idea of reconciling as a couple was not an option. But I had to tell him in no uncertain terms, that he was right, I was wrong in the way I treated him when he walked away from the cult, and all the things that I'd said against him during our divorce. It was a bitter divorce. I had to say, I'm sorry, Chuck, please forgive me. Those were my words to him 12 years after our falling out. And forgive me, he did. His son, my stepson, I also needed to make amends to, and he welcomed me back into his life with open arms. From day one of my walking away, my youngest son and I processed our feelings, the way I'd been persuaded to treat him as an enemy of the cross was so hurtful. He completely walked away from his faith. For 10 years, he called me every week showed up unannounced to see his mom, and all I did was ignore his calls and visits. It was a shameful way to treat him, and it wounded him profoundly. We are still working through some of that pain that I caused him oh so long ago. Just a little after my one-year anniversary of walking away, my older brother asked me to come and help him take care of our 90-year-old mom who he'd been taking care of for 
probably 10 years or so at that point. And I made it down to San Antonio just in time for Thanksgiving, wondering how I might be able to make some amends of some sort with my mom. Her Alzheimer's was pretty advanced and she didn't really even remember me at all. But my Bible study fellowship friends infused me with hope when they shared a story of one's mom who was in a similar place and God still got a hold of her in the midst of it. So within the first few weeks of my being there, God opened up a door with her where she had a very lucid 20 minutes. I was able to share John 3.16 with her in this beautiful Thomas Kincaid poetry book that she had on her night table. Now you have to understand, like for my mom to even have that book in her house was like so foreign to who she was. But it seemed like the more childlike she had become in her Alzheimer's, perhaps she returned to some of the roots of her early years. We read the scripture together that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I asked her if she knew Jesus and believed in him. She looked me straight in the eye and said, yes. Never in a million years would I have expected that response from her. But I was rejoicing to know that we both knew that we would see each other again in heaven. So I spent some delightful times with my big brother, getting to know him better and supporting him in his commitment to provide a stable and encouraging environment for our mom in her final years. I never really had a relationship in all our growing up years. We were just so opposite. And the three-year gap between us seemed to keep us in two different worlds. So this time of reconciliation for us was sweet redemption. And I continue to walk through open doors with my little brother. His being eight years younger than me left a huge gap and very little work on my part was dedicated toward having any sort of a relationship with him, I am ashamed to say. While in San Antonio, my stepdaughter flew down to spend a weekend with me so we could continue the restoration process that had begun over many, many long phone calls. We'd spent plenty of time processing the pain I'd caused her over the phone, but to take girl time with each other and recount God's faithfulness was such a sweet time of healing for us. It was only four months after I moved down to San Antonio before my mom slipped into eternity. But those times were filled with such poignant moments where God spoke of his love for her and for me. From painting her nails to attempting a pedicure for her to changing her messy diapers in the middle of the night, God used her helplessness to show me how he loves us and how he dotes on us, even when we are stinking to high heaven in our sin. His great compassion and empathy for her showed me how he feels about me 
even though I still struggled to understand how he could love me that much after all I had done to malign his name and unknowingly lead people astray. But he loves me still and set out to redeem and restore all my shattered relationships. As I look back on the redemption he worked in my family relationships, I can see how much our Father in Heaven loves family and how much the enemy wants to destroy it. But God is always working all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Romans 8, 28. He is sovereign over all and can take even the messiest of families and the most hideous of experiences to portray his love for us and his great mercy and faithfulness. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, and comment on the episode. I would love to connect with you as well, hear how God is working in your life. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.